0: Alright, Proverbs chapter 9. We're going to start with verse 8 and 9. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 8 and 9. The Bible says, Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. Give an instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase learning. Let's pray. Father, again, thank you for this day. Lord, again, we thank you for the opportunity to be in the church this morning. Lord, again, we thank you for your grace, as Brother Snow mentioned this morning. Lord, we thank you for the air and the sun that you give us every day. Father, again, we thank you for a church body here. Father, we, pray, we, we thank you for every believer that came this morning. Father, again, I pray that you use this time, speak to our hearts. Again, Pastor, be with us. Uh, Again, Lord, be with pastor as he's away, Lord, give him safety, Lord, I pray that you bring him safe back to us, and Father, again, I pray, open our hearts, in Jesus' name, amen. You may sit it, thank you. Again, Proverbs 9, 8, and 9 says, Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee, rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. So I would like to talk about subject of a teachable spirit a teachable spirit so there's two types of people they're teachable and unteachable teachable and unteachable what is this this a teachable spirit from unteachable spirit it is not that the willingness to learn that which we would desire to learn but rather a willingness to learn That which we need to learn, even if it's unpleasant or seems unnecessary. I got an interesting quote The unteachable man is sentenced to being taught only by experience. The tragedy is the riches, the tragedy is he reaches nothing further than his own pain. I don't like to learn on my own mistakes. You know, you you hear sometimes, it's good for you. You're gonna learn. I understand the concept, but I don't want to go through entire my life and learn on every mistake when I have people who can teach me. Like in special type of and I got an interesting quote. I gotta be careful. We got a lot of teenagers this morning because they're gonna hate me. They're gonna say, Woo, we don't like Brother Roma. I'm not coming back here no more. Please don't do that. So I got a couple examples, and maybe because I can relate to teaching, because I feel like we as parents, we constantly teach our young kids, our teenagers, younger adults, maybe, I don't know. That's a good definition where it stops, okay? But I think we always have to be taught and learn, and I think when we come with a spirit of teachable spirit, we can apply a lot of principles from God's word and from from people that surround us, and it can benefit us in our life day to day. So I got an example. Have you tried to teach someone <laughs> to do something and the person just don't get it? You teach and you teach and you teach and the person just don't get it. It could be in the work environment, right? I mean, you train people, I'm sure, you know, I was thinking, use Brother Roger as an example. I'm sure over his 50 years of building houses, about 50 years, right, close to 50 years building houses, I'm sure he trained a lot of people how to hit the hammer, I guess, in the sense if you say, right? But I'm sure not everybody can do that, right? I mean, I can try to be DIY, right, like do it yourself, and a lot of times it fails then succeeds, but there is a people who there to teach those people. So I have a friend who does tile work. He's actually a pastor, too. He's a bi pastor. And he has a little business that he does on the side. That's, you know, their church too small. They can't, again, they can't support him, okay, in a sense. They can't pay him, so he has to work. And then it's fine. And he told me, man, I go through people every other week. I'll hire somebody. They'll come to work and when it gets hard, they quit. Or when you're trying to tell them, hey, don't do it this way. You have to do it this way, and they're not teachable. I know it. Have you heard people say it? I know it. (laughs) I know it. Well, so that's where I'm going with. So, And you're trying to teach this person, and you're teaching and teaching, but there's no change. And it could be a couple reasons, right? There's always a reason why. So one of the reasons I thought, okay, because, again, I'm going through this life right now. One of the reasons I thought, maybe you are not a good teacher. I'm being transparent. I'm not the best, okay? Let's put it this way. If I put some things right now, my kids would probably like, yeah, amen, pop. Come on, tell the truth. I'm maybe not a good trainer, okay? Not the best. I did a good job at work. I can train people at work. Well, secondly, maybe the person is unteachable, or they don't see a need of learning. Maybe a person unteachable. So if you have teenagers at home today, you know what I mean by this. I'm just saying. So as we're looking at God's Word this morning, so I would like you to ask yourself this question. Again, we're looking at God's Word. We're looking, I want to be taught from the Bible, not just what I'm just saying but we need to be fed from the Bible, and we need to break this fallow ground that we have sometimes in our hearts, and we stop growing, we stop receiving. And that's what I want to talk about. So before we start, I want you to ask this question. Do I have a teachable spirit, or am I unteachable? I want to talk about to God's Word. I'm, I'm, again, I'm talking on a spiritual level here do I have a teachable spirit or do I have unteachable? So number one, I would like to look into, and now it's gonna be a negative first, but it's gonna come positive, okay? So please, hang with me. I got six things to talk about being unteachable, okay? Just a six. And then we have five things, maybe I need to put six one to match it up, to be teachable spirit, right? So two characteristics, Unteachable, inteachable. So again, number one, characteristics of unteachable people. I always like dictionaries. Who likes dictionaries here? Does anyone like dictionaries? Okay. Anybody use translators? Oh, you use translators? From what language? No, she didn't get, she's like, oh. <laughs> I don't know, maybe she learned Spanish or something. But I use translator all the time. Okay? Because when you speak to me, I hear foreign language. I do. I'm not making fun of you. If you're visiting today, and you're probably thinking, who is this guy? And what language is he speaking? This is not English. That's my English. But, but here you go. The word unteachable speaks for itself in dictionary. And I got according to Merriam-Webster, the word unteachable means unable to be taught or not teachable. That's probably the most simple meaning or from a dictionary translation, I guess. Unteachable person meaning unable to be taught or not teachable. So number one, unteachable people think uh, they think that they have learned enough. Unteachable people think they have learned enough. Okay? I know everything I need to know. I'm not. I'm just making the point for unteachable person. So Proverbs chapter 13, Proverbs chapter 13, and verse 18. Again, we're going to jump through some passages. Brother Snow was short in his lesson because he was preparing for my long preaching, has teaching lesson. I, I don't know what you call it. I hope that's more help to us. Proverbs 13, verse 18. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instructions, instruction, by he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. Okay, let's flip a couple more pages, Proverbs chapter 15, Proverbs chapter 15. Verse 32, Bible says, he that refuseth instruction despiseth his own soul, But he that heareth Reproof, get of understanding. So number one, unteachable people, they think that they have learned enough. They don't want to come and learn. I'm done. They're not receptive. Unteachable people don't like read. Unteachable people don't like to listen others. Unteachable people don't grow spiritually. Why is that? Because they're not receptive. They stalk in the same spiritual state. It's like a half full glass. I'm done. I come to church. I made my mind about God, about the church, about everything that's supposed to be. I'm good. That's a, that's a crime shame. If you have a spiritual state like that, that's not good. The Bible says they're not cold. Nor hot. They're just stuck in that state. When it comes to reading God's word, they will say statement. Have you ever heard before when you're trying to encourage somebody, says, Oh, I know the verse, I've read the entire Bible. I try to, okay, so I'll give you the context. I'm speaking to somebody who's going to church where Letty is a preacher. And the person made a statement, I've read the Bible. Okay, you've read the Bible, but did you receive anything? I can say I've read the Bible, but if I just read it without thinking what I was reading, without meditating, and most important, without receiving, I already made my mind. I read the Bible, but you go in a church where a woman is a preacher. Just kind of point out. They don't spend time in prayer. They don't see need in attending services. They don't ask questions or they don't want help from anyone. They think they have everything they need to know. Unteachable people, often, unteachable people often think that have learned enough. Speaking about unthinkable people, we can take it one more step further. Unteachable people OK, don't, don't get mad at me if you okay, I'm just again. I'm just making a statement. It has nothing to do on the personal level, okay? Just unteachable un- people don't get promoted at work. Guys, brother, brother, uh, Robert, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was talking my mind. Would you give somebody a promotion or a raise? <coughs> if he still can't do a basic stuff that you ask him to do? No, he's shaking his head. No, he wouldn't. But we think, and unteachable people think, they should. When it comes to finances, unteachable people often don't know how to manage their money. Again, this is just a one. i got to move on, really. Year after year, they're making the same financial mistakes, and they refuse learning unteachable people. Okay, I've made plenty of financial mistakes, and I'm telling you what, I do not want to do the same thing. Carrie and I had a conversation. It's like, oh, would that be nice? I'm like, no. It would be nice, but there's no way I'm going back. I'm taking steps back. No way. I'd rather not having it and just having a piece. But they refuse to learn the God's way. Do you know the Bible talks about money? I've had a conversation with somebody, and somebody really got upset with me. And he, he, well, he really got upset with me, and I told him, Bible speaks about money. I, it's a subject a lot of times pastor doesn't like to talk about because people are going to think he wants people to give more money. See, I'm not a pastor, so I can talk about that. Just saying. I don't have to worry about right? I don't get paid. So Luke chapter 14. I'm a, you see where I'm going with this. Luke chapter 14. Luke chapter 14, in verse 28 to 30. Well, again, we talk on the thought is they refuse to learn God's way. For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first, and counteth the cost, whether he has sufficient to finish it? Verse 29 says, Lest haply after he have laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold is begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. All I want to say to this morning is when we're speaking about this point under point of the finances. We as a Christians, we have a tools. You know, the God's word tells us how we should manage our money. We should be a good stewards, but a lot of times we're failing in this area. We 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 just we, we follow in the world and the world like, hey, get this, get this, get this. All the commercial, get this, get this. You deserve, you deserve. But then we live, that we're supposed to have, and look, and I'm so thankful because pastor always talks about bond, abundant Christian life. And I'm not talking just the finance aspect, but it also includes the finance aspect. If we follow God's word, if we do and we work and we do diligently with our money, there will be a reward. It's not going to be a shame. Nobody's going to be laugh at us because there's going to be a reward. And God gives us wisdom, and we don't have to be unteachable in the area of the finances. Number two, I'm gonna move on from there. Number two, unteachable people think they know it all. Unteachable people think they know it all. Proverbs chapter 26. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 12 says, Seest thou a man wise in his own conceit. There is a more hope of a fool than of him. That's a strong word. The word conceit means favorable opinion, excessive appreciation of one's own worth or virtue. Basically means my opinion matters more than anything. My thoughts, my process, what I think is always correct. I'm always right. What you say doesn't matter. I got an interesting verse for that. Proverbs 26, verse 16. Proverbs 26, verse 16. The Bible says, The sluggard is wiser in his own conceit than seven men that can can render a reason. The sluggard is wiser in his own conceit than seven men that can render a reason. When, when, When they hear the truth from God's word, a lot of times they tune out preacher. Okay, let me ask you honestly: How many of you already tuned me out? Oh, I, oh, I see somebody raising. No, I'm just teasing. Nobody raised a hand. Obviously, we're not going to acknowledge that, but we do that. Sometimes, like, oh, I already know that. I don't want to hear that. Ah, you talked about this three weeks ago. I don't want to hear that again. Pastor's been preaching all those messages, six messages. What's the title of one of the messages? A thankful man is a thankful man. It has such a, been a blessing. I, I don't know if y'all, how you received those messages. I've been so thankful, and there's so much truth we heard in the past six weeks. Because a lot of times we become so easy and thankful, and we forget the goodness of God. And us brother Snow mentioned grace even to wrap the mind of the word grace and not just like brother Snow mentioned salvation aspect but just the air we breathe and I kind of ponder it I kind of stuck in my mind how many times do we praise God for breathing So when we hear the truth from God's word what do we do do we tune out or do we receive Unteachable people think they know it all. When Holy Spirit speaking to them, they don't hear it. Why? Because their heart is callous. They don't want to hear anything. They don't want to get corrected. They don't want to hear anything new. And when you read God's word, how many of you, you read God's word and you read the verse and you're like, I've read this chapter so many times and the Holy Spirit just speaks to you right then. Like, you've seen the verse, you heard the verse, but right now it finally got into your heart. It happened to me. It happens to me all the time. When you read God's word, you're like, well, what? I challenged myself, and here here you go. I I told it to our Sunday school class. I've been challenged by the Holy Spirit. You know, a lot of times we have favorite passages. I love Proverbs. If you love Proverbs, I love Proverbs. I love reading Proverbs every day. But you know what? When I read Proverbs every day, I neglect other Bible and I need other chapters. So right now I've been going through Moses, through Moses Law Books, so five books, and I'm finishing up. Well, actually, just finished the book of Deuteronomy, and Deuteronomy. And again, we got Brother Snow because he can teach the Old Testament. And Deuteronomy, to me, was like an overview for the four chap for the four books previously, and. And and it was, like, amazing. It's fresh to me because I haven't done, like, order, 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 order. I just do these passages, do these passages, but I didn't do the order. And the Holy Spirit been working on me. It's like, you need to do entire Bible from the beginning. You need to. And I just finished New Testament. I'm so excited. Revelation was hard, right? It's a hard book. It's hard to comprehend a lot of meanings, a lot of, I love when pastor preaches because he explains it. But we need to stop thinking that we know all. And unteachable people think they know it all. Number three, unteachable people make excuses for their behavior. And I'm going to try to squeeze this one quick. Exodus chapter 4, which is interesting. Exodus chapter 4, verse 10 through 15. And you say, you're going to be talking about Moses like this? Let's read this passage. Exodus chapter 4, verse 10. Again, unthinkable people... Make excuses for their behavior and attitudes. Exodus chapter 4, verse 10 through 15. And Moses said unto the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither here, he, heretofore, nor since, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and slow tongue. And the Lord said unto him, Who hath made man's mouth? Or who maketh the dumb or deaf of the seen or, 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 or the blind? Have nigh, ha, I'm sorry, have not I the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with thy mouth and teach thee what thou shalt say. And he said, O my Lord, send I pray thee by the hand of him whom thou wilt send. And verse 14, and the anger of the Lord was kindled Against Moses. Why do you think God was upset with Moses? Because Moses was making excuses. He had excuses. God, I don't think I can because I'm not eloquent. That's a hard word to actually when you read it. I'm not eloquent to talk about. I feel this all the time. I'm not eloquent to talk about this. I'm not eloquent to present this. No, you need to pick somebody else. And, and God tells him, go. Go. But again, we know the story. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, Is not Aaron the Levite thy brother? I know that he can speak well. And also, behold, he cometh forth to meet thee, and when he seeth thee, he will be glad in his heart. And and thou shalt speak unto him, and put words in his mouth. And it will be with thy mouth, and with his mouth, and will teach you, and... uh, and will teach you what you shall do. Unteachable people make excuses for their behavior. Number four, Unteachable people have a prideful heart. And that's something that can touch all of us. Unteachable people have prideful heart. James chapter 4, verse 6 says, But he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. The power of a pride is ability to convince us to trust in our own thinking and abilities. The pride of the, po- the power of pride, it is ability to convince us to trust in our own thinking and abilities. Pride does not want to submit to God. Pride resists God and submit to self. And pride has no fear of the Lord. Proverbs speaks a lot about pride. Proverbs 13 verse 10 says, "Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom." Proverbs 11:2 says, "When pride cometh, then cometh shame, but with lowly is the wisdom." Proverbs 29:23 says, "A man's pride shall bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble in the spirit. Unteachable people have a prideful heart. I hope it's not us this morning. Unteachable people have a pride in the heart. Because, you know, when we have a pride, you know what it creates? Sin. We start thinking, you know, we're better than somebody, and we start that building our ego. Unteachable people have a prideful heart. Number five, unteachable people reject correction. Unteachable people reject. Reject correction. Again, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 12 says, A scorner loveth not one that reproveth him, neither will he go unto wise. A scorner loveth not that, that reproveth him, neither will he go unto the wise. Unteachable people don't like criticism or correction. Okay, let's be honest. How many of you would like somebody to criticize you? I mean, nobody would raise their hand, right? We don't like when people challenge us. Recently, somebody challenged me about something, and I was wrong. I had to say, you know what, you're right. I'm, I'm wrong about this. And it was just a number. It was literally a number equation, in a sense. And I was wrong. But have you met people, even though they're wrong, They'll fight to the end to try to prove they're right, but they're not right. But in their mind, they're deceived because they think, hey, I'm right and and you're wrong and I don't care what you say. Again, pride. Pride. Many times teenagers, oh, there you go, here you go, teenagers again. Many times teenagers will get mad when parents or their teachers are trying to correct them. We got quite a few teenagers. Teenagers who likes to be corrected. I know my son's like that. I'm not looking at you. Don't, even, don't even talk. Don't talk about me. Uh, he gives me that look right now. You don't see him. He's like, don't, don't mention my name. How many of you like to be corrected? Come on, anybody? I know I don't as an adult, but you know what? God gave you parents to help you. Brother Eric uh, challenged me last week. He told me, now, you need to he, he told me, now, finish here, and I'll go tell the t- teenagers exactly what you just said. And I told my wife, what did he mean by that? And he said, well, what you said. I was like, I don't know what I was saying. And he reminded me what she was saying. And she was talking about being thankful. We were talking about being thankful. And she said, we will do so much more. You might want to listen to that. We will do so much more. As a parents, if our teenagers would be grateful, right? As a parents, as a fathers, as a mothers, we want to do so much more for you. If you just be grateful and thankful, it's kind of a free point. But anyway, I'm just gonna move on. Teenagers, when your parents trying to help you and correct you and saying the Bible says this, and they can show you the proof. Don't reject the correction. Don't argue with the correction, but receive it as a help. Look, I always tell my kids, and they're here. It's easy for me to, to kind of relate. But I always tell them, look, I'm not your enemy. God's word is not our enemy. When we get upset and we need a spiritual correction, God's word is not enemy. Preacher is not enemy. Look, if you come to church and you hear a preacher preaching something and you know it's touching your sin. Preach is not against you. God's word has something for you to do. And it's get right with him, get right with the Lord. Don't argue with the correction and refuse to be unteachable. Again, Proverbs 12, 15 says, The, the way a fool was right in his own eye, but he that hearkeneth uh, uh, unto the counsel is wise. Psalm 94:10 says, He that chaseth the heathen shall not the correct? Shall not he correct? He that, teacheth, he that teacheth man knowledge, shall not he know? Unteachable people reject corrections. And lastly, Unteachable people despite knowledge. Proverbs 1.7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 15.32 says, He that refuseth instruction despiseth his own soul. But he that hearkeneth, reprove geteth understanding. Unteachable people despise knowledge. So it's the negative. So now let's go quick in a good positive characteristics of a teachable people. Characteristics of a teachable people. The word teachable means capable of being taught, apt and willing to learn, are you a teachable person? Remember, I ask you, ask that question to yourself. Am I teachable or am I an unteachable person? Only you can answer, I don't need you to answer. I had to ask that question myself. Am I teachable or am I un-te- an unteachable person? Someone, t- someone said this, To be teachable is to have an attitude of pure and complete humility. It means to surrender your thinking, your reaction, and response to God. To submit yourself and your future to Him. To be teachable is to be hungry to hear from God so you can be transformed into all that He designed you to be. The teachable is to be completely touchable in the hands of the divine potter. You know, Pastor, not too long ago, was preaching that God was molding Israel. He's like, am I a potter? I can do everything with you. Are we allowing God to teach us? Isaiah 64, 8 says, But now, O Lord, thou art our Father, we are the clay, and thou art potter, and we are the work of thy hand are we allowing god to teach us are we allowing god to mold us to his image and that's something we have to do is as individuals die ourselves say you know what our flesh is wicked we need god we need us we need his help teach us lord teachable people become confident mature loving vessels to fit master's use are you teachable Number one, teachable people desire to spend time with the Lord. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed rightly divided the word of truth. Study to show thyself approved unto God. Is the Lord challenging you? Look, we're coming up to a new year. The new goals, new resolutions. And many of you are going to get the little pamphlet and say, Hey, I'm going to try and read the Bible. Teenagers, I'm going to challenge you. Read your Bible every day. Read your Bible every day. Why? So God can speak to you through his word. Okay, we're not going to hear this mysterious voice in our, you know, I mean, the Holy Spirit speak through our heart. But we're not going to hear the voice. His voice is given to us. He wants us to read his word. Read God's word daily. Meditate on God's word. Listen sermons during the week. Look, I love when I do housework. A lot of times, I put my heads, head uh, headset on, and I'll listen like five sermons in a row. Special like when mowing yard, all I'm doing is walking. Boom, left, right, left, right, left, right, and I'll listen two, three sermons, and I'll get encouraged. Why? Because I want to hear from the Lord, because I want to be challenged, I want to grow spiritually. Look, Pastor, I looked it up all the past five years, all the, all the themes that we have is to grow us, to grow us, cultivate us as a church. 2 Timothy 3:16 and 17 verse says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God. All, the whole book. Okay, in case if you wonder why I'm not opening my Bible, it's in Russian. I just want you to know. You not you wouldn't understand what I was reading to you. That's why I have to do the two translations so I can, you know, look into it. But this is Russian, God's word. So but all scriptures is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Why? That the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. It is important. It is important and vital, vital for a Christian to read God's word. If you want to be corrected, the God's word will correct you. If you want to learn, it's available. See, nobody stops us, right, from reading God's word. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody, we have a freedom in America to read God's word anytime, anywhere. But do we? Do we try? And I'm not talking about reading the the entire Bible in one year. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about do you really desire to read God's word? Do you depend like I need to read God's word because I want the Holy Spirit speak to me through the word? Teachable people desire to spend time with the Lord. Teachable people fear God. Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 9.10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Teachable people fear God. Do you fear God today? I do. You know, a lot of times young people, and again, the reason I'm just kind of focusing young people, you think the life is just going to go on and go on, and I can do this right now, later I get right with the Lord. Please don't fall in the trap of Satan. This is how Satan deceives people, young people. Oh, I don't have to do this right now. Yes, you do. Trust me, I'm telling you, I would be so much better person today if I had godly mother and a father, and many of you have godly mother and a father, and you just reject the teaching, you reject what the Bible says, you reject, and you have no fear. Look, when mom and dad is not around, God is there. He knows what you're doing. Social media, you can hide. Phones, texts, friends at school, the mom and dad doesn't know, you can hide. You can't hide from God. And you know what stops us from doing a lot of things? The fear of the Lord. There's consequences for our sins. Teachable people fear God. Number three, teachable people seek godly counsel. It's very important who are friends. And, you know, teenagers might think, you know, I, we're always trying to ask, you know, i always try to ask our kids, tell us about their friends. Yeah, I understand that everybody needs to get saved. I understand that. But the associations that we put ourselves, you know, I'm not going to go in the bar to try and preach the Bible there. That's not the place for us to be. Teachable people see godly counsel. Teachable people understand that others... Can help them. Proverbs one Proverbs eleven verse fourteen says, Where no counsel is the people fall, but a multitude of counselors there is safety. Proverbs 19, verse 20 and 21 says, Hear counsels and receive instruction that thou mayest be wise in a later end. There are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord Shall stand Teachable people are not afraid to ask for help. see God is always there he is ready he is Bible says he is ready to hear our prayers he is ready for us to come and ask him for help. Teachable people see godly counsel look I'm, I'm thankful we have so many uh, men and women here that live their life for the Lord the entire life. And again, none of us perfect. We, we fall, we get up, and we come back, and we, we get right with the Lord. But I'm talking about they're here every service. They have a desire to love God, to please God, to serve God. And a lot of times when we have a situation, especially young people, when they have a struggle, they go look for somebody else's opinion. Instead of coming to the Lord, instead of coming to a pastor, instead of trying to find a brother in church, sister in church, and ask him, hey, what should I do? I need a godly advice. See, but that puts a responsibility on us. When people come to us, do are we giving them a good godly advice? Teachable people are godly. Teachable people seek godly counsel. Number four, teachable people always Always ready to receive instruction. See, we're supposed to. You know, unteachable people, they don't want to hear correction and instruction. But as teachable people, we should always be ready to receive instructions. Proverbs 9.9 says, Give instruction to a wise, and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man, And he will increase learning. Isn't it easy to come somebody who always agrees and listens to you? It's easy to talk to those people, right? But it's hard sometimes when unteachable people, and you're trying to give them, and they're just not receiving it. But we as a teachable people, we should always be ready to receive the instructions. We should never stop learning from God's word because instructions are good for us, God gives us instructions how to live our Christian life. We don't need to wonder if we're doing it right, or we don't have to, we don't have to seek for all the answers because we got the answers. God's word gives us all the answers. If you want to know if you're doing right, just align yourself with the Bible and see. Look, I have a I have a friend at work, and I always try to encourage her. And um, we had a recent conversation I mentioned in the Sunday school class. I always try to bring back this is what the Bible says. This is what the Bible says. If you want to know if a woman can be a preacher, look in the Bible. And there is qualifications for deacons, there is qualification for a pastor. There's do's and don'ts, right? We have it. We got the instruction. Teachable people always to ready receive instructions. Proverbs chapter 8. Now therefore, verse 32 says, Now therefore, hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they they that keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise, and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that hear of me, watching daily, at my gates, waiting at the post of my doors, for, who, for whoso findeth me findeth life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All that they hate, all that they hate me love death. Speaks about wisdom. Teachable people are always ready to receive instructions. And lastly, teachable people. Share God's word with others. Teachable people share God's word with others. Second Timothy 2 says, verse 2, And the things that thou hast heard of among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Did you catch this? The same commandment of the faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Teachable people, share God's word with others. Now, what I mean by that, and Pastor mentioned this so many times, when we come to church, we get equipped, we get recharged, and we're supposed to go out and tell others about Christ. You and I have opportunity You and I have a responsibility to share the gospel with others. Only you can have an influence on certain people that you know, that I know, that I have responsibility. But we ought to share God's word with our family, with our friends, with our co-workers and strangers. Teach others. And lastly, I want to finish on this verse. To challenge us. And speaking to families. Speaking to fathers and mothers. Deuteronomy verse 6 and verse 7. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children. And shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house. And when thou walkest by the way. And when thou liest down. And when thou risest up, risest up, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto the children. So, the challenge for us to parents are we teaching our kids? And we, are we doing, are we being, are we sharing God's word with our own kids? i well, like, well, I read the Bible with them sometimes. Or we pray together when we eat. What about what about being a stumbling block? And I want to challenge parents. Don't be a stumbling block. And what I mean by that, we read the verse and says and shall teach them from diligently unto to their children. But a lot of times, when we don't feel like come to church, what happens? Our children don't come to church, and we are being a stumbling block. Don't be a stumbling block. Bring them to church. Look, my kids sometimes don't want to come to church, and they grew up in church. Since they've been baby, they never miss the church besides being sick and maybe vacation. But even though we go on vacation, we still listen to sermons or go to church if we can Don't be a stumbling block. Teachable people share God's word with fathers. So as the question I asked earlier, are you a teachable person or are you unteachable? Let's pray. Father, again, thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your word. Father, I know it can be said much better. Lord, you know my heart. Lord, I just pray that your word is not going to be voided. Lord, I pray that we as a people here, Lord, we'll make a decision. We'll make a decision to be teachable people, to be receptive people, that we can allow Holy Spirit to speak to our hearts. Lord, forgive us for our sins. Lord, forgive us for the areas we we fail daily. God, I pray that you give us strength and Power to do your work, Lord, share the gospel with others, Lord, teach others, but also live that Christian life, Lord that you want us to do to, to live. Help us Lord, not to get compromised and be unteachable. Lord again, I pray for those who are here, Lord I know we have people, visitors, Lord, I pray if they're not saved, Father, if they don't know you as a personal savior, Father, I pray that they will receive Jesus Christ today. Lord, we thank you for your son. Lord, we thank you for what he's done on the cross, coming and dying for our sins. God, I'm so thankful. Lord, help us not to be ungrateful people. Lord, help us to be thankful for everything you're doing in our life. God, help us, mold us, change us. Lord, help us, Lord, to die to ourselves. Help us to put Jesus Christ daily. Lord, again, I pray that you... Continue working our hearts today, Lord. I pray that we'll be faithful to you tonight. Again, be with the speaker when it comes and preach tonight, Lord. Again, I pray you be with pastor, give him safety, Lord. Help him uh, as he spends time with his family, Lord. I pray that you give him a blessed time there, Lord. Again, we thank you.